everyone, this is Brandon Shields. Today is Monday, May 11th, 2020. Welcome to another episode of our podcast initiative designed to help you practice the way of Jesus in a time of global pandemic. I want to begin today by reading a portion of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Hear these words. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time of love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. God has made everything beautiful in its time. In this passage, Kohelet the preacher and the sage author who penned Ecclesiastes. Many people think it's Solomon. We're not exactly sure. But either way, he's using a metaphor of seasons to describe the journey of life. Our lives, he says, tend to move in seasons or cycles of time that have predictable patterns and invite unique opportunities and limitations. I grew up in Kentucky and we had like three and a half seasons, spring, summer, fall, and then what I've come to learn is a very brief and a very mild winter, maybe one snow with a couple of inches, but not too bad. Uh, In 2009, I moved my family down to South Florida, and I discovered that they have two seasons, hot and hotter. And then in 2011, we moved to the Midwest, a little bit north of where I grew up, and we have learn to live in four full seasons here, fall, winter, spring, and summer. Now, the idea of seasons is a really wise metaphor for life because it helps give us context for what we're experiencing and allows us to create meaning and practices that are appropriate for the season we find ourselves in. Metaphor is hugely important, and especially in times of crisis, being able to see life the lens of seasons is really helpful for our mental and emotional and psychological and spiritual health. I love this this phrase here, God has made everything beautiful in its time. Everything has a season and every season can be beautiful if we can have the right optics and look at it from God's perspective. Now what the pandemic has done over the past several months has disrupted our sense of time. It has disoriented us because we cannot make plans the way we used to make plans, right? Especially if you're a future-oriented Enneagram 3 like me, it is completely taken away and stripped my superpowers, right? Like can't look into the future. Maybe that was just an illusion anyways. It mostly was, but I'm a future-oriented person and I, I live off the ability to anticipate and to see what's coming in the future, Around this time of the year in May, if you live in Indianapolis, we're usually making plans for the upcoming summer. Temperatures are beginning to 
warm-up and Indy 500 pretty much dominates the entire month of May. Uh, you're beginning to make plans. I know for us, we were planning a summer vacation with our family in July, which we take every year. Uh, we're planning trips to the pool. My kids love to go to the pool every day. Uh, we're, we have uh, an emerging eighth grader, and we're beginning to make plans for high school. We don't, at this point, even know uh, if we're going to have school or what school is going to look like in the fall. All of those things that we would normally anticipate, like blockbuster movies come out in the summer, and we tend to organize our lives around the release of uh, a particular documentary or, or kids' movie or trips to the park. Like All of these things we would normally be, be thinking about and planning for with our time completely obliterated like everything has to be held with open hands we just don't know what's coming i think it it drives us crazy because it it robs us of the 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 sense of agency and maybe even the sense of control that we had prior to covid-19 a key practice for flourishing in a, a pandemic when there's so much disorientation is to ask and answer the question what time is it We need to learn how to discern the times in which we live and to choose the appropriate seasonal metaphor to guide our thoughts and our feelings and our practices. This is crucial for followers of Jesus and really for all humans because each season, uh, according to Ecclesiastes, brings its own unique opportunities and limitations. And none of those are necessarily right or wrong, but they are appropriate or inappropriate depending on the season. If we misjudge the season that we find ourselves in, we're going to be perpetually disappointed, frustrated with our lives. If we're trying to live like it's summertime in the middle of winter, uh, that's not only unsustainable, it's potentially dangerous for our health and for the health of those around us. When the pandemic first hit the U.S., I remember reading an essay that quoted a guy named Michael Ulsterholm. He's the chair of public health at the University of Minnesota and an infectious disease researcher. And he said that many people are going to try to treat the pandemic, this was his prediction a couple months ago, like a Minnesota blizzard, which I've never lived through one of those, but I hear that they're awful. Um, And in a Minnesota blizzard, you basically seek shelter inside for a few days or weeks or months. And then he said he felt like everyone was going to try to return to life as normal after the blizzard. And his argument was that actually the pandemic, COVID-19, was more like a winter season that was going to last for a number of months, not a number of weeks. And it would give way to something vastly different, potentially even a shift in climate for uh, months and even years to come. And I tend to personally agree with him and the way that he frames this. And even if he's wrong, it's, it's still an interesting thought experiment. And so I want to talk for a few minutes about embracing the pandemic as a winter season and the opportunities and limitations that provides for us as followers of Jesus. Again, I grew up in the South, so it's only in the last decade that I've learned what it means to live through a proper winter While many of us, myself included, despise winter, it actually brings both beauty and peril. Winter can be extremely demanding and harsh. Cold temperatures, icy streets, dangerous wind chill, frozen soil, and the constant threat of frostbite. Winter imposes a number of limitations that we cannot transcend and we ultimately must yield to or we will die. Like limitations like the kind of clothing that we wear, Uh, mobility, 
lost relationships or, or changed relationships, physical pain, mental pain, just to name a few of the limitations that winter brings. On the other hand, winter brings gifts as well. There's the beauty of quiet and stillness. Man, there's nothing like getting out and taking a walk right after a snowstorm. There's a new clarity. Like you can see farther with the leaves off the trees. You can look around and kind of view your community, view your neighborhood differently, and you see things a little bit more clearly. There's also the reminder that dormancy and rest are essential for all living things. Like we can't live in a perpetual summer. You can't live in a perpetual fall. Nature doesn't die in winter. It actually just goes underground to renew and to prepare itself for spring harvest. And it's in these hidden places that God is doing, I believe, spiritually, some of his most amazing work. As one author puts it, the winter in the Midwest will drive you crazy until you learn to get out into it. And if you're going to survive winter in the Midwest, you need like good supplies, a good jacket, a good beanie, a pair of quality boots so that you can get out into the winter and beat cabin fever with your kids and enjoy the gifts of winter. If the pandemic has indeed triggered a temporary winter season of dormancy, then we need to adjust our expectations and practices accordingly. We can't pretend it's spring or fall and try to power our way through in pursuit of heat and abundance and warmth and harvest and intense social connections. That's, that is a pathway to mental and emotional and spiritual disappointment and resentment. Many of us are finding as we try to avoid the reality of this winter season that we, find, we just constantly are bumping up against misguided expectations and we're frustrated in our relationships we're frustrated with ourselves we're frustrated in our jobs we're frustrated with the government we're frustrated with the economy we're frustrated with things that we can't control and and for me i know this is meant embracing new limitations right like the loss of our sunday gatherings as a church family that's a place where i derive a lot of energy and be able to see people as an extrovert and be out and, and connect and and pray and and engage in uh, community. It's also uh, meant reduced productivity in work, right? Like being at home and working at home a lot with kids means you just, there are interruptions and disruptions that are unplanned. Um, It's also meant losing my Monday lunch dates with my wife. We, our kids are all in school and we had my off day on Mondays is the time where we would just go out and we exercise and grab lunch together. And that's not as easy to do meant last week that we were not able to spend my son's 14th birthday with our families. And those losses and limitations can be frustrating, but they're a part of winter and they're a part of things that we have to learn to expect in this temporary season. However, the winter is also a season for renewal and for deep inner work, a season for prayer and reflection and battling our inner demons and learning gratitude and attending to and mending our closest relationships, walking in forgiveness and learning to reconcile, learning freedom by letting go of everything that we cling to for security other than Jesus. Man, God takes those things away and makes us depend on Jesus during seasons like this. Just like nature, it's possible for us to go underground and expect new life to be found in the quiet and the stillness of our local neighborhoods our homes, and our prayer closets. And I believe it's in these hidden places that God will do a deep work of transformation that will prepare us to reemerge from the winter to a spring stronger and more beautiful than ever, ever before.
And so I want to encourage you right now just to take a moment of silence. I want to take a moment to just reflect on the opportunities and limitations of this season. And I want to encourage you to just put your feet on the ground, take a deep breath in and out. And I want you to tune into the Holy Spirit who lives in you as a follower of Jesus, the spirit that teaches us, Paul says in Romans 8, to cry out, Abba, Father, to open up our hands in surrender. And rather than fighting our Father, resting in the Father's good grace and releasing our disappointments, our fears, our frustrations, our hopes and our dreams and our desires to him, our good Abba Father who loves us. And I want you to ask yourself in this silence, just two questions. One, what opportunities is God giving you in this winter season that need to be leveraged instead of squandered, that need to be stewarded? What opportunities is God giving you right now? Reflect on those. And then maybe take a few seconds few minutes and reflect on the limitations. What limitations is God giving you in this winter season that need to be embraced rather than avoided or transcended or resisted? And how are you resisting those limitations? How are you fighting those limitations in ways that are not leading you to flourishing in life and joy and happiness, but rather frustration and bitterness and discontentment and restlessness? Where do you need to surrender those limitations to God. There is a season for everything under heaven, season for all of God's purposes to be revealed in our lives. God has made everything beautiful in his time. What time is it for you? What is God doing in this season? Grace and peace to you as you go throughout this day and you try to discern those opportunities and limitations that God has given you in this winter season. 